Gospel Message is brought to you by the Redeemed Christian Church of God, Fountain of Love, Aberdeen, UK. Open your heart to receive this life-changing Word of God. When you've got so many testimonies like this, you must contract your preaching. I always draw the short end of the stick anyway, so since you've taken the time. So I'll just look at one thing, one or two things quickly in the Bible, and then we have, this is our Thanksgiving Sunday as well. Um, how many dedication, children dedication today? Three, children dedication, birthday, so I won't hold you for too long. And so I'll just speak for a few minutes, and then we do more celebration. Father, we thank you. You are a very good and a loving father to us. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your kindness. Please receive all our thanks and praise in Jesus' name. Eternal rock of our salvation, we pray that in these next few minutes, by your spirit, you will speak to us. Touch the heart of your people. Go beyond man, O Lord, and go directly and touch situations and circumstances in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord. To you shall all honor and glory be given. In Jesus' marvelous name we pray. Hallelujah. From the background that I came when I was growing up as a born-again Christian, we normally don't celebrate Easter. And the basis was that we were a little bit, well, the background to it, how it started and the rest of that. But we are wiser now. Um, if they fix the day for Easter, it's an opportunity for us to try, put this mic up for me, I don't want to shout, please, if you can, a little bit. So it's an opportunity for us to um, just remember the death of our Lord and his resurrection, amen. And so we are gathered here this morning, and the least we can do is to seize the opportunity and look at one or two things that are tied onto the passion, the death, the burial, and the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. And so, uh, many people are rejoicing today, or they are marking today, but they are marking it to different degrees. You agree with me? Depending upon the benefit they have drawn from this resurrection of Jesus Christ. You agree with me? For instance, when they say that the stock market has uh, rallied, or has um, appreciated, or has, has gone up, uh, there are different categories of rejoicing that we have, isn't it? Um, those that are doing stocks, you know what we're talking about, or investing in stocks. And there is going to be the casual observer. Uh, they say the stock has gone better. It's a bull market, as they call it. Um, they say, ah, is that so? That's the end of it. You're a casual observer. But though there is another category who are the beneficiaries. If you have bought stocks somewhere and they say that the stock's prices are rising, you're happy, isn't it? And the beneficiaries in this case are born again Christians. We are benefited for the resurrection, isn't it? Different from those outside that or churchgoers that possibly someone is sitting here, you have not known Jesus as your Lord and Savior. You are just a casual observer. The real beneficiaries of resurrection are those of us who, through the rising of our Lord Jesus Christ, we have tasted of the goodness of the Lord. Of course, there's still a third category of people who will rejoice at the resurrection of our Lord. These are the ones that are called the stakeholders. The stakeholders are more than just beneficiaries. For instance, a person that owns a company and they say the shares in your, you are not just buying stocks there. You are the owner of the company to a degree, you know, maybe 30% share. Your own joy is greater than the person who has bought only a thousand pound stock. So, who are the stakeholders in the kingdom? Those of us, and I believe you will be part, that are partners with God. 
That our only heart desire to see the kingdom of God expand. And that's why even on Saturday we are gathering to find out who are the partners with God. Who are the stakeholders? Who are the ones who are really, really rejoicing that the rising of our Lord Jesus Christ is releasing many more people into the kingdom of God? And so let's have that as a background, as a foundation, that when we are celebrating the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ, you need to find your level. Where are you in this? Are you just a casual observer? Are you a beneficiary? Or are you a stakeholder? And now because of my time, I, when I was pondering over this, I said, Lord, this story of resurrection is so sweet. Um, Nicky Gumbel, somebody, you know Nicky Gumbel? The man, the, the, well, he popularized Alpha. It was actually Sandy Miller that started it, Alpha course. But that's a story for another day. So Nicky Gumbel on his Twitter page wrote something very important. He said, the summary of my theology is that Jesus died for me. Isn't that sweet? And what a summary. And so, because of the death and resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ, I will mention unto you five points, five points that I noted from the story of the resurrection. Oh, I wish I had the time to read from the beginning until the end. But if you've been around long enough, you've had so many stories of how the Lord was persecuted, how the Lord suffered, how he died, and how he was buried according to the Nicene Creed, or I wish we don't read anymore. Nicene Creed is the creed that the apostles wrote earlier on to tell us the whole or the summary of our faith. And so what are the things that are involved? What are the points that drives us? What are the lessons that we can learn? Practical lessons, number one. I put them according to words. The first word is what I call the word progression. Progression. What is progression? The progression as it applies to resurrection is that the story did not end on Friday, it progressed onto Sunday. That is, the story did not end in the painful, shameful, unjust death, but it continued until Sunday. And that's why I stand today, there will be progression in your life. Amen. Oh, you didn't understand me. Because if the same spirit that raised Jesus Christ from the dead, in dressing you, everything that that spirit did for Jesus, it will do for you. Amen. So I know that my story is not going to end on a Friday. Oh, yes, you don't understand what I'm saying. Your story will not end on a Friday. Friday is that dark, gloomy, dreary day. When there was so much disappointment in the disciples, even when the Lord himself dreaded entering into it. Friday is not, I'm not talking of, uh, I know, Friday is not, it's, it's not good. Spiritually and figuratively speaking. And since I've been born, I've discovered actually that most Fridays, even the weather are very cloudy. Not all the time. But thank God, there's a Sunday after Friday. And that's why you need to be confident and know that your story will progress. That we have a progression in your story. And the progression will be to a glorious resurrection morning in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. For his anger is but for a moment. Psalm 30 verse 5. His favor is for life. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Our joy is coming. And the psalmist, when he was summarizing, in Psalm 126, verses 1 and 2, he said, When the Lord brought by the captivity of Zion, we were like those who dream. You will wake up from that dream, and you will wake up to know it is reality. It's reality that you have progressed. We shall progress. 
And I'm standing on the living word of God. I shared this morning frustration. Many people will stop believing because it seems to drag, drag too long. It's dragging too long. The Lord knows it's dragging. But I beg of you in the name that's above all names, there shall be progression. That's not the end of the story. And many times we feel, Lord, when shall it be? We've all been there before. Night, if you, if you suffer from insomnia, if you don't sleep well, don't you know those lungs are very long? In actual fact, the psalmist used to use the word. He said, I, he said, I wait for you like those that wait for the money. What he was talking about that, Lord, I'm waiting for you. My waiting on you is so long because every five minutes you are checking the time. It's not 7 a.m. yet. But as the Lord God of Israel, he believed with me. All the testimonies this morning, they attest up to the fact that God is a God of progression. When Sister Diola left under difficult circumstances, it wasn't funny. It was tough. She kept saying the story is long, and the story is long and big indeed. But I can tell you, behind that long and tortured story, she was standing here today. You know you are going to stand here as well. When we're in it, it looks impossible. But there's always progression. There is progression. It's not the end. Especially when you're expecting a change, there's no change coming. Rather than change for the better, it seems to be changing for the worse. Rather than getting better, it seems as if God, where is your face? He's been where it's always been. And one of these days, you will see his face smiling at you. Number two lessons, promise promise. The promises of God will come to pass. You know, Jesus Christ, our Lord, he was telling them, I will rise again. He kept promising them. He said, he started from John chapter 2, he said, um, like as he draws in the day of now, he said, you put the son of man into the ground, and on the third day will rise again. And true, he rose, like the day of Jonah it was, and he rose. You know, many at times, the promises of God, we think they are the promises of men. People can promise you, I will do it. But please, I beg of you in the name that's above all names. God's promise will always come to pass. And don't let the devil start showing an example of those you think God has promised has not come to pass. Because that's what the devil was doing. Which testimony was that? Was it the wiper one? Rain started, you know. And the woman said, well, they know what they are saying. I'm not saying rain. And many at times, brethren, we need to hold on. Take your eyes away from what does not work. There are enough examples of what works. Do you agree with me? Even if you are doubted before, there were examples this morning. And examples will always come. My God will do your own. Just as Pastor was saying earlier on, that we're not, I'm not here to arouse you all. I'm here to tell the truth. I may look and see if I'm trying to wind you. No, 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 I'm not. I'm just telling you the truth. I may be saying it admittedly. I'm not having you remind that, oh, just get your mood up. No, I'm deadly you the truth. What's number one truth? That there's progression. What's number two truth? The promise of God will what? Always come to pass. Number three, purpose. Somebody say purpose. Somebody say purpose now. Number three, what? And my take on that is that the purpose of God is strong enough to drive the process. <laughs> Did you get that? The purpose of God is strong enough to do what? To drive the process. 
I don't have to go very far, Sister Cordelia. The purpose of God was that that child will be born. And so every other process, that purpose was driving it. You know that's one of the reasons I know that no matter what happens, the place the Lord has promised me that we enter there. You know why God has invested in me? I was sharing with a brother, I said, God is a perfect investor. All this labor over me. Since I first gave my life to Christ, if you know the leaders God has, many of them fasted. Many of them prayed for me. Many of them canceled me. And I've continued laboring over, in addition to those that are above me, laboring over you. Those don't go to be wasted. Oh, you're not saying amen. amen. It won't be wasted. Amen. That's why I know God is not a useless investor. He's investing in you. No matter what my eye sees, that's what I rest upon. So I'm serious God's investment. It's not going to fizzle away. So when he needs me, everything will just vanish? No. Somehow, somehow we'll arrange it. The purpose of God is strong enough to drive the process. And so the process can be self-generating after a while. It can be self-propagating after a while. You don't need to spend your time trying to take the boxes or trying to fix it. God has said, I will do it, we do it. What was the purpose of God that was driving the process in the resurrection? The purpose of God was that Christ will need to come, die, buried, and resurrect. Was that not the purpose of God? But what were the processes that led to it? A Judas must be raised. Because the Bible tells me in the book of Psalms, he said, my friend, even the one that digs his hand into the same place with me has betrayed me. Somehow, somebody close to him must be him. The process was made to happen. That's why it is said, it's needful that the son of man be betrayed. He said, but one to that person by whom he's betrayed. May you not fulfill that prophecy. May you not fulfill that prophecy. Because all over the place, things must happen. When God says his eye that, he said, in the last day, the love of many shall wax cold. May you not be amongst those whose love will wax cold. Uh, because Jesus has said the love of many will wax cold. Whether we like it or not, the love of many will have to... That can't change. That's the fear that I always have. The fear that I always have. He said on that day, he said two will be lying in a bed. One will be taken, the other will be left. So whether we like it or not, as he has said, the, the word has come out of his mouth cannot be withdrawn. So on that day, Two, we'll be in a bed. I'm not talking of husband and wife. Don't look at yourself. Don't, no, 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 no. It is a figurative uh, Hebrew say. So that's best I say, uh, who? <laughs> we are all going together in the name of Jesus. People in the same circumstance, if you use our own idiom, people of the same circumstance, People of similar, that's why the word that we share in the workers' meeting this morning, and by the way, I've asked them to put it on our website, we want to listen on it, I believe it's going to touch mainly because it's a current thing many are going through. We put the audio on the website, you can go and listen to it, I call it frustration. Many people are frustrated and needs to be dealt with, hallelujah. It's the purpose of God. How many have we said, how many, number one? That means you are going to your Sunday. Tell yourself, I'm going to my Sunday. Uh, I see the person who's talking. I'm going to my Sunday. And you will reach your Sunday in the name of Jesus. Number two. And what did we say? Number three. And what did we say? 
God's purpose is strong enough to what? Number four, proportion. Proportion. And I said the proportion of blessing is often related to the proportion of pain. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. The crucifixion of a well-known, miracle-working, super-gifted rabbi was a big deal. But the resurrection of the same man from the dead was a bigger deal. It was a big deal. He was not supposed to be crucified. He was crucified. But greater than that was that this man that they thought was all over, he rose again. That's why I congratulate you. My condition is so bad. It is so tight. It is so strong. Congratulations. Your blessing is going to be big as well. That's the way it works. That's the way it works. It's the law of physics. It's the law of nature. And that's why many a times, you know, all the great men and women of God you have seen in the gospel, go and read their story. It's looking so unkidory now as we stay in Scotland. It's looking so nice now. Beneath it, my vernacular language, he said behind, underneath everywhere, there is a story. Some of the stories could be mocky, but believe you me, many of the stories were hard work in those days. You know, the stories were people who had to carry, you know, uh, firewood or faggots on their head to go and sell because before they become what they become. It's not good. It wasn't easy when we were going through it. Oh, you don't think everybody has got his own story? We all have our story. But the truth of the matter is that our story will turn to glory. It will not stay as a glory story. It will turn into a glorious story. In the name of Jesus. So don't be alarmed. Proportion is there. Finally, number five. Place. The place of God's move and blessings may not look like, feel like, or smell like it. But nevertheless, it is. Place. is another lesson I learned. The place of God's move and blessings may not look like it, may not feel like it, may not smell like it, but nevertheless, what? It is. I beg you, don't miss it. Who will ever know that the pinnacle of our faith will be in the graveyard? It was not on the palace throne. Because the pinnacle of the Christian story was where? Empty tomb. It wasn't a king. Of course, he's coming back as a king. It wasn't a king seated on the throne. It wasn't a comedy. What You know that did literature? I never loved literature. God have mercy. You divide stories into two. You say one is comedy, one is a... Eh? Oh. It's not bigger than that. I thought the word was bigger than that. Okay. It's a comedy. You were expected that, you know, but the best of comedies were expected that, and then the king starts, and then everything. No, 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 no. It was a great. Oh, we know that's where we will be proven. You might be in a very dark place. It might be a, an environment that you don't think amounts to anything, but out of it, the Lord will bring something glorious out. And it will begin with you. And this particular year, you will see the wonderful glory of our God in the name of Jesus. In conclusion, the greatest theology is the death and rising of Christ. May your story be one that ends in triumph. May my story be one that ends in triumph, in victory and in glory. Please, my beloved brother, be encouraged. Please, my beloved sister, be encouraged. The same spirit that raised Jesus Christ from the dead will quicken your mortal body. 
he will turn your story around. And when you look back, Psalm 126, you will be like them that dream. And Jehovah shall be glorified. Please, for a moment, rise on your feet with me and let us pray. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Spend a moment or two to pray. Thank you, Jesus. You will progress. Mm, We will progress. I want us to take one or two prayer points very quickly. And we're going to pray them confessionally. And as we begin to pray, the mercy of the Lord will avail for us. We begin to see his mighty hand in our lives. Say with me, say, Father, in the name of Jesus, as the Spirit moved Jesus from Friday unto a glorious Sunday, Holy Spirit divine, move me from my painful Friday, shameful Friday, gloomy Friday, and move me to my glorious Sunday of resurrection in the name of Jesus. Lift up your voices. Pray for yourself. Pray for your family. Oh Lord God Almighty, as your spirit moved Jesus, did not allow him to die and allow the story to end. Just on that Friday, Lord, move me forward. Move me forward by your spirit and power. In the name of the Lord Jesus. And let your name and your name only be glorified. Thank you, Father Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Technica, when I'm taking the next prayer, will you please pick the confessional prayers of Friday and put slide three there for me. You should be able to have it on your system and then we take one more prayer point and they should be ready and we take that confessional prayer together and we move on. Hallelujah. 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 Your place... Your, your, your place of allocation, uh, you will not miss it in the name of the Lord Jesus. Another way, your location shall be your place of allocation. If God has located you in this wonderful city, though cold, <laughs> though very cloudy most times, Though very rainy, out of this place, your heavenly allocation will meet you in the name of the Lord Jesus. So you will say, Father, my place of blessing shall yield this increase. As the prophet Jeremiah said, you're going to speak to this land. You're going to speak to this land. Our brother testified concerning the promises. Our sister testified concerning immigration. And many other things like that. You're going to speak as the prophets and Jeremiah say, Earth, oh, Earth, oh, I command you in the name of Jesus, yield your increase unto me. In the name of Jesus, lift up your voices and pray. Have 30 seconds to do that. Pray energetically. Today's Resurrection Sunday. Oh, Aberdeen, Scotland, United Kingdom, yield your increase to me. Yield your increase to me. This is my place of allocation. My location is my place of allocation. And there in my Jehovah and my God shall be glorified. Give him all the thanks for what he has done. 
In Jesus' mighty name we pray. We're going to take prophetic declaration two. This is one, sir. I need two. Thank you. According to the authority given to me as a child of the Most High God, I command all doors of blessing shut against me to be opened in Jesus' name. Open up ancient gates. Open up ancient doors. And let the King of Glory enter. I declare in the name of Jesus that the door of service to this community open to us right now shall remain open in the name of Jesus. I command every opponent of the gospel in this nation to go blind in Jesus' name. Now, if you are here on Friday, I explain all that. Amen. So, if you have theological issues with that, see me later on. I've not got the time for that today. Either the going blind or the version that I quoted, you can go and watch it online again. I explained it there. Then finally, we say, I recover every lost key, every buried key, every hidden key to my door of advancement. I recover all. By the mercy of the Lord, you will collect the key that will lead you into the place the Lord has ordained. So we will pray together confessionally. Just one minute. I've still got a few more minutes to, to, to work with here. So you repeat after me. According to the authority given to me. As a child of the most high God. I command orders of blessings. Shot against me. To be open right now. In the name of Jesus. Open up. Asian gates. Open up. Ancient doors and let the king of glory come in. Lift up your hand, O ye gates, and be ye lifted up, ye everlasting doors, and let the king of glory come in with his glory to my life right now. Come and lift up your voices and call on the name of the Lord. The Lord is giving us another chance. If we were not there on Friday, we know they were prophetic, we know there are words that must come to pass, we know there are words that cannot be broken. Stand on those words. You are about to enter. Enter into your door of blessing. Enter through it. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. I declare in the name of Jesus that the door of service to this community open to us shall remain open. And what I meant by that, God has given us opportunity in this land. And the plan of devil is to close it. God is helping us to do a lot of work amongst people with issues of addiction and all the rest of that, being added by Pastor Ruben. And we are seeing changes in their lives. God has given us opportunity to start working with children. We have, we have care homes we are working with. We have many things. But the enemy's plan is to shut them. But he won't be able to do so. Because as I'm challenging you, you are not only to receive blessing from the Lord, you are also to minister unto the Lord. He does not need our money. He does not, even our praise that we are talking about, well, thank you for angels can do it better. The only thing that he has left exclusively for us is to win souls. Angels can preach. You have to do it. So when we are praying, I pray that with understanding. And let's see the revival break out. Ah, uh, you are not saying amen. I say, let's see revival breaker. Don't you know when revival breakers will be the first particle of the blessing? So declare with me, I declare in the name of Jesus that the door of service to this community open to us shall remain open. I command every opponent of the gospel in this nation to go blind 
to go blind in the name come and lift up your voices and pray right now pray it with as if you mean it we said for three days we must make this declaration that's why we believe the lord laid on our heart three days made this declaration we had three slides on that day lord let every opponent of the gospel in this nation let them go blind as you blinded by the mouth of Paul the Apostle, Elimas the sorcerer, who was resisting proconsul, today everyone with contrary agenda against to the expansion of the kingdom of God, go blind in the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. We take the final one. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, I recover every lost key, every buried key, and every hidden key to my door of advancement, advancement of my health, advancement of my finances, advancement of my ministry, advancement of my children. Oh Lord, let all sorts be recovered right now. Lift up your voices and pray. I recover all. I recover. Your head must advance. Your finances must advance. Your spiritual life must advance. You can't go around in circle anymore. It is a time for your turnaround. It is a time for you to advance. In the name of Jesus. The door that the enemy has stolen the key. Or I've lost the key myself. I recover. I recover. I recover all. In the name of Jesus. Thank you Father Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Finally, there are doors in which you are not even aware they are there. Or the key has not been given unto you. There's a master key. There's a master key. And that master key is called the key of David. As it tells us in the book of Revelation, chapter 3, verse 8. So we're going to say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I declare that with the master key of David, let all doors of God's treasure house of blessing be open to me, my family, and the church in Jesus' name. Come on, read that up and just pray it right now. 30 seconds, my beloved brothers and sisters. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. With the master key of David. With the master key of David. Let all doors of God's treasure house of blessing be open to me, my family, and the church in the name of the Lord Jesus. Perform your wonder. Perform your good pleasure, O God. Thank you, Rock of Ages. Let the doors be open and let your name be glorified. In Jesus' marvelous name we pray. Just before the Lord gave me two words, I don't know who this is for. There's someone here, you have a piercing chest pain on the left side of your chest. If you are the one in the house, it's always good to identify. Uh, please lift up your hand. You have left side their chest pain okay hallelujah all right did you have the chest pain today those that raised their hand or it's been a long time or it's been coming and going whatever the right is it lifts your hand very well i'm not going to lay hands on you father you have identified you can minister you can touch right now touch your children as every one of these children join their faith with me this Egyptian called chest pain, piercing left chest, whatever the origin, you will see no more in the name of the Lord Jesus. Be free right now. Be free right now. Be free right now. Be 
Thank you, Father. In Jesus' marvelous name, we pray. The Lord also mentioned to me particular kind of back pain. And that back pain is the one that cannot make you to stand up straight. You can't bend, you can't stand. If you're in that category, there are many back pains possibly, but there's a particular one the Lord showed me. If you're that person, raise your hand. Severe back pain that is making bending anyone, one person, two people, okay? Lift the hand. Let's join our face together and pray for them. Let's ask that the hand of the Lord will build upon them right now. Join your faith. Just lift up your voices. On Friday, the Lord sent word concerning emotional condition. And I know they stayed healed. On Friday, the Lord sent word concerning issue of blood. I know they are healed. And today, the chest problems are healed in the name of... Amongst many things the Lord is doing, we now stand in the name that's above all names. For healing, O God, concerning all these... Excruciating and somehow incapacitating backache. Vanish right now. Vanish right now. Be freed in the name that's above all names. And let God be glorified. Thank you, Father Lord. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Father, what shall we say but to say thank you? You have been good to us. And we know we have seen nothing yet. It's not a mistake that on this Resurrection Sunday, a Thanksgiving Sunday, the first day of the month of, of uh, April that you have tagged as a month of glorious wonder. The first day of the second half or second um, quarter of this year that you inundated us with testimonies of various forms. We got it, Lord. We can get it, what you are saying. And we say thank you for what you are saying. Because we know the foundation and the pattern that has been set shall continue in the name of the Lord Jesus. By the mercy of my heavenly father, as many as our hearts are desirous, you will testify this month in the name of the Lord Jesus. And what the father has called us to do, we shall do. We shall serve him with gladness and his name shall be glorified. For the rest of this service, as we are rejoicing, please accept our worship. Accept our dance. Accept our offering. And when we are living here, may our mouth be filled with praise unto you. Thank you, rock of our salvation. In Jesus' marvelous name we pray. Somebody shout hallelujah. For more information on what you've heard, please visit our website at www.fountainoflove.org.uk You'll also find other media presentations available to you. Stay blessed in Christ Jesus. Amen.